episode number eight of my recording journey podcast and i'm very excited for this episode because i'm joined today by my first guest of uh, all of the podcast you know, normally it's following that uh, the the normal procedure with the through the chronological order of recordings and i know i said in the last episode it was going to be uh, some demos from myself and alan kells but we're going to interrupt the schedule and have a guest podcast with my good friend and cellist, Cara Taylor. Hello, Cara. Hello. And it's so nice to uh, be able to talk and play some music. So we recorded uh, some music this morning for you all to listen to on Mm -hmm. the podcast. And uh, I've known Cara for about, uh, how long did you say? it's been four Five years. When did you When did you join? I joined um, music school back in 2017. Okay, so we 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 we, st- we went to secondary school together. I think Kara is two years ahead two of me. Two years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two years. Two two years. So it's uh, we've known each other like that, and you should know in the music school which we went to, it's very um, all the different age groups very much mixed together oh yeah it's it, a big family it is exactly that and it's not you know everyone uh, it just feels like brothers and sisters yeah definitely um and then you've uh, what do you what did you do after music school then so i was i was originally going to um audition for conservatoires in s6 but um i had a teacher teaching at the northeast scotland music school james halsey and he gave me the option to come and study with him um, on the Isle of Wight for the year. So I took a gap year out and I studied with him. And then I auditioned um, in 2019, it would have been. And and I went to the RNCM. And now I'm in my second year there and studying classical cello. This is the sacrilege, the, <laughs> the classical music. <laughs> It's meant to be a folk music podcast, but <laughs> I suppose there's no no rules here. No, no, no. I'm joking, but it's uh, when we were at uh, music school, it was, you know, it's kind of weird because I was doing mostly traditional music, and we didn't mm. didn't really play music together ever. We no, probably just I don't think we did hung about with everyone else as usual. <laughs> it was not the <laughs> so I was thinking. Some earlier on we were talking about uh, you know some funny stories and and stuff of that time and so many there's so there's so many and many 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 stories who we can't talk about on a podcast no. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not and uh, we're trying to pick out the ones who are who are appropriate for it but I was saying uh, you know we we had a, a, a all had at music school the chamber groups and uh, one we were all expect to practice. You know, every day after school for a couple of hours or something, mm. and uh, there was always everyone had their excuses for not to practice. And <laughs> I remember <laughs> there was one time that I kind of arrived at school. You always arrived on the Sunday evening, and then uh, on the Wednesday afternoon, I had a chamber rehearsal for one of the few chamber projects I was in. And I opened my, you know, we went in, I opened my fiddle case and my fiddle wasn't in the case, <laughs> which it, the worst part of that means that I hadn't practiced the whole week up till Wednesday afternoon. <laughs> so that was kind of the end of, uh, I got the, you know, good uh, telling off for that. <laughs> Do you have any? Uh, I have one with you, actually. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I remember 
I think it was when I was in fifth year and you would have been in third year probably. Mm-hmm. Um, and you came into my practice room and hid underneath <laughs> the piano because you were trying to skive maths and not be like caught. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like me. It was a third year, so you could choose your... So you couldn't not choose Yeah, maths. you weren't able to... You had to do maths third and yeah. fourth year. And everyone who knows me will know that I'm really, really... I'm not good at maths, so... <laughs> and I was... Uh, yeah, I did not enjoy maths. Okay, so we're going to have a little bit of the music now. We've recorded a few pieces, and, you know, we're both doing some improvisation in our different genres and different things we do you're talking about some jazz improvisation which you do earlier on and yeah yeah i took jazz as a module um well we can you can choose to do classical theory and musicianship or the jazz strand and um i chose the jazz strand however i mean it's in some ways it was one of the best things i did for myself because i learned so much about chord progressions and you know how how to improvise on certain modes and scales but it was extremely difficult and our teacher was very savage this is a almost a definition of jazz yeah (laughs) (laughs) but it's uh and in me and folk music you know we do um some improvisation but it's not it's not uh usual like we did here to just improvise everything so we, we basically what we did here was to decide on a theme and a main progression for the whole thing and then we went from there and it's very raw and very organic um as i'm sure you can tell <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh yes yeah, so here we go this is one of the the first one of the pieces which we did one two Thank you. 
So uh, that was the first piece which we've recorded, and uh, and it's kind of fast uh, four four polka time. The how the you know kind of Irish polkas timing. I like I like that. Don't play too much in the really fast. You know, like that. It's uh, not the usual for me, so I like it. Anyway, any more uh, stories or anecdotes? <laughs> um, hmm, let me think. It's uh, you, you remember there's that uh, down from the music school. So the school, everyone, you should know, it's uh, just like a normal normal secondary school in the suburb of Aberdeen called Dice, and attached to so all the normal pupils they go there, and then attached to the school is the music school. So the music school pupils are doing extra time after school, and they have a little bit more time in school to play music as well. And then across from the school is the boarding accommodation where everyone lives uh, who is in the music school during the week because it's too far to go home for most of them and then it's just on the river Don so it's literally across the road and it's the river right there so it's really good spot for all the music school peoples uh, and everyone from Dice to go down there in the afternoon or evening for us in after school and one of the, the things we were talking about earlier on is uh, there's the old, uh, I think it's the water old waterworks down on yeah. the river and it's uh well you you, you take it you, you well <laughs> there used to be this old building i didn't actually know what it was i thought it was a boathouse <laughs> um but we had you had to climb underneath a fence down the, around the back of cordai school which i think was burnt down um and burnt down three times or something crazy oh like that oh my gosh <laughs> um yeah no we, we had to climb underneath a fence to get in but we always used to go when it was far too dark to see anything. I never went during the light, sort of. No, I, I, what I remember is um, is it was Finn Dawson and Johnny Lowe who took everyone. Yeah. <laughs> they were quite the pair. They had the, and uh, it would you'd climb under the fence, and there was the building there, which was totally cleared out with nothing in it, and there was a you could look through the door, and there was like a like sort of fifteen foot drop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And, like, people used to sort of skate about over the top of the, you know, girders that were making the floor. So, you know, there was sort of two feet between them and they would jump across them. And if they, if you missed, there was a 15-foot drop, something like that, onto concrete. Oh, they'd my have, gosh. They'd like... <laughs> they'd, I don't know why these young people are attracted to such dangerous, horrible places like that. Good fun. Yeah, as it was, it's the thrill, the thrill thing, isn't it? It's like roller coasters. The thing about uh, you know boarding with the other young people is, it's uh, I think it's a really unique kind of thing to to and really good for the young people to live away from home just a little bit before they before they're going away for you know university mm. or move move away further like this, and it's. Uh, yeah, definitely. It, it's unique like that. It's not no not everyone gets to have that good. Yeah, experience. yeah, it set me up so well for going to uni and like you know, even just making my way back and forth from there and you get so much time to yourself um which is brilliant. Um and one story I actually have from being at boarding was on my 18th birthday. So there were some rules and regulations. You had to sign a waiver at the start. To Did say, you? Yeah, yeah, you have to sign a form at the start to say that you won't do any drugs, you won't drink, 
you're not allowed cigarettes, you're not allowed any of that stuff. In so your this room. form doesn't really have any effect on anyone then. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I don't remember that. Maybe it's because you were like over 16 or something. Yeah, when you started. yeah, it must have been. Um, but anyway, I, f- I think it was after school. Uh, me and this all the is, other. By the way, this is not a good setup for your birthday. That you're telling us about the waiver you have to sign, saying you're not <laughs> going to take any drugs, and now you're going to now you're going to tell us a story. Anyway, I, it was all the other eighteen-year-olds. My birthday's in March, so I'm one of the oldest in my year. So there was only a handful. Hey, of your us. birthday is yesterday. Yeah. Happy mm. birthday. Oh, yeah. thank you. You're welcome. Um. Yeah. No. We we had we all went to the pub together, and it was my first ever like legal pub visit and legal drink <laughs> um you right i'm gonna answer the phone now folks let's see who it is hello oh, it is so i'm afraid my phone just rang while we were doing this <laughs> so uh we're gonna start where we left off now Okay, so I went to the pub with everyone and had my first legal drink. I think we actually went to um, a restaurant. What's the restaurant called? Is Marriott? No, not the Marriott. That's a hotel. There's the Dunvegan. Yes. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Dunavon. Dunavon. That's Dunav- it. Yeah. I don't know. Um, we went there first. Had a meal and I had my first pint. And I'm quite a lightweight, so yes. <laughs> I got through my first pint and. I could barely walk. Everyone thought I was kidding, but I wasn't. And then um, we went to the Spider's Web, which is right next to the Dice Train Station. Yes. And um, this is like the uh, everyone goes there. It's like the rite of passage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> went there and had a round of drinks and stuff. Um, and. Basically, a couple hours went by and I was paralytic. I couldn't see and I couldn't walk. And I'd gone out in heels looking all nice, but I couldn't walk in them. So I had to get a bunch of boys to drag me back to boarding. (laughs) Got back in. And the first thing I say to everyone... Well, what they do at boarding is they, they make you a birthday cake and they make you a birthday meal and they get everyone round. Yeah, they do that when they... They do that when they like you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they didn't. They didn't do it for me. Oh, no, they, was uh, she? There's a story there. <laughs> continue, continue. Okay, okay. So um, I came back, and the first thing I say as I stumble in is, "I'm sober. I'm completely sober. I'm not drunk." And obviously, you know, I was very drunk. And um, came in, got my birthday cake, which they'd spent hours making. Bless them. And I face planted the cake and got cake all over my eyebrows <laughs> and um then they sent me up to my room and yeah gosh it was awful uh yes that's just yeah that's quite the uh that's quite the 18th birthday i can remember uh i think i was uh in fact i remember my 18th birthday i was uh here i was in fact i was in this uh in this place I did. I did nothing. It was very boring, actually. <laughs> but uh, I. I also have a story, uh, quite a good one. I have two two stories. The first. The first one is uh, about that birthday. If you know the music school at all, then you'll know that every year they do a big con. Their main concert of the year is called the March concert because it's in March, 
and uh, presumably there's one online version or something like that this year maybe you can yeah. find it if you're listening you'll be able to find it online somewhere and um, you know every year it was March concert and for two years in a row it fell on my birthday which was it was really irritating because basically you don't get to do anything the whole day apart from sit in a bus or sit in the back of a concert hall being really quiet uh, it's not much fun when you're, you know, kind of 14 or 15th birthday. It's kind of mm-hmm. irritating. And, uh, that, well, that's the story, basically. Anyway, I didn't get my... Uh, two years in a row, I didn't get my cake. Oh, I didn't get my birthday you. cake from boarding, which uh, was upsetting. Remember, th- <laughs> remember they used to get snappy pizza? That was the most disappointing thing in the yes, world, yes, you so know. In, in Aberdeen, there's a kind of... Maybe it's maybe not just Aberdeen. I think it's just Aberdeen. I, I don't know. I've never heard of it I've anywhere else. I've never seen it anywhere else, yeah. Uh, there's a, it's like a snappy pizza. It's good. It, 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 it's it's not good. <laughs> it's cheap. It's cheap. I was going to... I mean, it was cheap, but the word good came out for some reason. <laughs> That's the really uh, capitalism thing, you know? Equating the word good into the word cheap. Yeah. It's not the... Anyway... <laughs> That was uh, kind of, yeah, they could have just spent a little oh, bit more awful. money on some they nice They would be like, oh, us. yeah, we're getting pizza tonight. And we were all like, Domino's, Domino's, woohoo. Or li- li- anywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Asda pizza's better. We're, this is uh, off topic now. <laughs> this, we're discussing which brands of pizza is the best. <laughs> and uh, I'm sure there's a podcast out there somewhere for that. But yeah, I think the the thing about boarding, which always struck me, I, me- I remember my first night in boarding, I would have been twelve, I think, and now and uh, there was, you know, it's it's a little bit weird being uh, that because I came from a really small primary school, uh, as did you, I suppose. How many oh, people yeah. were in your primary school? Oh, not many, not even a hundred. How many think. were in your class for for like, primary seven? I don't know, like fifteen or something. Okay, I was one of three. I was the only boy in my year. I was there was only two girls in my year at really? primary school. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So it was um, both from small places, and uh, then to go from that to the big big C of the of the music school, even though it's not that big, but there's you know older much older kids there than you. Mm. And you're living with so many people. I think it's yeah. It just it. I mean, it took me a few years, but I think it's a good, uh, really growing up thing. Oh yeah, it made me so much. It really made me come out my shell, um, especially with being able to, you know, communicate with people. <laughs> you, you you don't get to like, uh, it's not you don't you know every everyone has a there's a school canteen and in the evening you get your your dinner your evening meal there, um, or if you could call it a meal. <laughs> <laughs> Grey couscous. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, kind of renowned, but. <laughs> Yeah, and the, also the school is right next to Asda, which is kind of if you don't know, you know wherever you are, Asda is kind of the UK version of Walmart. So it's really big supermarket, right? Uh, it's maybe thirty seconds walk. Yeah, not even that, like twenty seconds. Yeah, it's really not far. <laughs> That's uh, you grow up in the sort of uh, shadow of Asda. <laughs> I don't know. That's what I kind of felt it was like. That's why on the boarding, I always had my my room was always on the on the riverside, so I got to look at the river and not the car park. Mine was on Asda side, you see, and I used to get the boy racers at three in the morning 
going doing donuts in the yeah well the i car remember park. there was a drug deal under my window once <laughs> i watched the drug deal from my window when i was about 15 or 16 that was pretty funny um <laughs> it's right below my window they woke me up at like 3 a.m or something anyway maybe we should have some more music <laughs> <laughs> so we'll go with the next one which is a different kind of style this time but it's just based on the same idea of uh you know we found the a nice concept to go with and then we just improvised on it and you know it's not uh it's not refined at all it's very very raw and uh i like i like that <laughs> so here we go with the next piece
so there we go that was the second piece and there's going to be three pieces we've got one more after this little interlude of conversation so so Kara was just saying while well, we well, we were taking the taking the next piece of music that she has a story if you remember yeah. another story so go for it yeah <laughs> this is another one of me getting in trouble actually I no didn't... surprises there <laughs> <laughs> actually I'd say that it's was always me <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, no, we, we were all assigned practice rooms after school, so we had to do a couple hours of practice every day after school, um, and everyone got their own practice room. However, I think it was when I turned when I got into S6 and all the new first years came in, so there wasn't much space in the music school, like there wasn't enough rooms for the amount of people, so I was put into one of the home economics rooms, with all food and <laughs> <laughs> all the food and, and things to make food with. And um, I decided, I think, I think I'd forgotten to bring my lunch or something with me and I didn't have any money on me. So I raided the cupboards <laughs> and all my it. And um, I don't think I found any food in the end, but I made myself some coffee and I'd accidentally left out the coffee and the sugar. I hadn't put it back. And I don't think I washed my mug afterwards. So Scandal. I know the next day the head teacher came into my class, told me to come out and I had to apologise profusely to the home economics teacher, to all the senior management team and the music school. I have another story actually, I've just remembered one. <laughs> that that's that's really tedious. It's only <laughs> what how much does a cup of coffee take make? It's like uh, twenty five pence or even less than that. <laughs> Uh, anyway, I'm, this is another story about. Um, oh, actually, I can't say this one. I've just, just realised. <laughs> well, just to, well, then to fill in for you instead, I had a, there was a time when I was in about S two. It was very very funny. In the music school, there's a store cupboard. Do you know where this is going? No, I don't think you were there when I, this happened. No, I wasn't there. Okay, there's a store cupboard where everyone keeps their instruments, and it's locked. You know, it's got a code on the door, so only people who know the code can get in. And. Uh, it's also the light is always off in there. It's like a rule of the music school. You have to turn the light out when you come out of the practice, uh, out of the store cupboard. And uh, when I was in about S two, so I'd have been thirteen or something like that. A couple of the older guys, Andrew Legg and Matthew Clark, uh, who were kind of you know they were like a, a duo, double act kind of thing. With the <laughs> Andrew was kind of short and Matthew was tall, and it's very funny like that. <laughs> and they they decided it would be very funny, and it was it was it was very funny to uh, tie me to a chair and put me in the store cupboard with the light off and lock the door. No, they didn't. Do you, you don't not. know this story? No, yes, I did. didn't know this story. I mean, they didn't tie me up very well, but they did it with parcel tape, and I was in there for about. <laughs> I, you know, I could hear them sort of giggling down the corridor and I managed to get... <laughs> I immediately managed to get off the chair and open the door. And I was kind of frightened at that point. It must have been, a, must have been only about 20 seconds oh, or something. But I was kind of frightened. And I was... But I also thought it was kind of funny. So I went sort of tearing after them down the corridor. <laughs> and But what it turned out to be parents' evening. <gasps> no! <laughs> yes. So uh, I ran down the corridor, and they must have been at the other end, and all, the, all these parents in the corridor watching me tear after them, and I was covered in parcel tape. And then uh, Miss Jameson, who was the head of sixth year, steps out into oh, the corridor no. and kind of just like catches me and says, what's <laughs> happened? I said, Matthew and Andrew tied me up in the store. 
<laughs> and then they got into so much trouble for that. I kind of felt bad, but uh, it was it was very funny. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Kara is from the village of Balater, which I was saying earlier on is like the wild west of Aberdeenshire. <laughs> it's really, uh, if you know Aberdeenshire, it's like it, it's kind of shaped uh, like a hand with with like a hand with the thumb pointing out. If you uh, like a right hand with the thumb pointing out and it that's where uh it's not really shaped like that but if you imagine the thumb the the knuckle of the thumb is where balater is it's kind of almost right in the corner and it's uh really like the last place before the mountains <laughs> i mean braemar is but that's way out braemar is in the mountains almost it's kind <laughs> of yeah okay fair enough but it's uh any uh any things to say about balater it's a beautiful little village. Um, I kind of, I suppose there's a flood story. Yes. Back in two thousand and, it was December two thousand and fifteen, our house flooded, um, along with just about everyone in the village, and um, we had to be evacuated. We were put up in the local army barracks for about two weeks, um, and then we were transferred onto into a log cabin and we lived there for several months i did all my national five exams that was my first set of exams uh, while we were living in this little log cabin and um then after that we moved to huntley actually riney this little village near huntley and um i'd moved schools that was when i started my hires and um then our house was fixed uh, just coming into the Christmas term so moved back home and then shortly after that I had a friend in the music school Rachel Colbeck who's a guitarist studying at Aberdeen Uni and um, I was good friends with her and she she said that I should audition for the music school so I thought well why not by this time I was really wanting to focus on my music and um, I'd realised that I wanted to be a cellist so going to the music school was probably the best thing that I did for myself um, but anyway I, I went up for music school and then in January 2017 I moved there and yeah I can't uh, I'm just trying to think I can't remember the first time I met you I have I can't remember any first impressions of your head. I can't. No, I don't I, actually have many memories from music school. <laughs> I remember. Um, I think the first time I met you, you were being told off by the boarding <laughs> staff for stealing food out the cupboard. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like me. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, that, that's uh, that's pretty typical. That's <laughs> if it was going to be one, one memory like that. I like uh, I like uh, going back to it. I like I like Balater. It's uh, very historical, and most people will heard of Balmoral Castle, mm -hmm. which is really near to it. How far is it? Like a couple of miles. Yeah, it's not too far. I think six miles. Yeah. five six miles. It's on on the river along from it, and yeah, it's got the uh, very lots of because it's so close to that really royal place. It's lots of very royal features to the town, isn't it? Oh yeah, and it brings in a lot of tourism as well. Yeah, it's a it's a kind of um, like all that way down the the River Dee is very posh and very uh, very wealthy area. I think mm -hmm. it's uh, interesting. You said that you moved to Ryan as well, which is just this way. Uh, you know, it's yeah, not, not far. Yeah, it's not far uh, from here. From because I am li I live in a 
or near a village called Inch, which is a small that was built on a on a mill originally. It's a planned town. Anyway, that's totally off topic, but it's not too far. So apparently, according to Kara, this is a kind of controversial story <laughs> coming up. Yeah. Um, in my last year at school, we all had to participate in the school sports day. And I wasn't particularly sporty. I didn't actually know where the, the PE department even was in the school <laughs> until after I'd left. I don't think I went to one PE lesson. Actually, this is a funny story. I When I got my report at the end of the year, they wrote a really nice report for me. They gave me, like, excellent for everything. I didn't realise who you were. <laughs> I didn't know any of them. I'd never been. I skived every single PE lesson. Um, but anyway... Um, I was supposed to participate in sports day and I think it was coming up to my diploma um, in cello so I was spending like pretty much every minute practicing so I decided I would go to music school and I would practice instead of participating however someone ratted on me I'm not gonna say who but um, do I know them yes you do oh. <laughs> you do um, and and I got banned from music school for a week. I wasn't allowed into the music school because I didn't participate. So that was a bad memory of music school. But The thing I remember about Sports Day uh, every year, because uh, it was normally um, my friend Stuart, who you've people who are listening to the podcast will already know about Stuart because he's been mentioned in a couple of episodes. And he used to do the run the PA for the Sports Day. And, you know, I would always just hang around with him because neither of us, you know, really did anything in the sports day. Although I think he was in a tug of war once. Uh, but, uh, you know, the drama, head of drama was the guy who was uh, kind of overlooking the, the way that everything was be run. And uh, he had a certain playlist for all the music. And, uh, you know, I would just, I just hated this. It was all really kind of rubbishy pop music. And I... And so I made uh, for at least like a couple of hours a day or something like that, made the whole school listen to like my favorite Quebec music bands. <laughs> you know, like it's like all the classics being belted out for the whole school to listen to this, uh, what I consider to be the, the, the best kind of music, but I don't think they agreed. Another story from boarding was when I got a seagull come through my window now seagulls were dotted all around dice especially around asda because it would steal people's chips and whatnot and big big staple for for everyone was chips from asda yeah yeah, yeah. they were vicious those seagulls. If, if you're listening in north america that's fries we call them <laughs> chips um <laughs> yeah no so a seagull came through my window and I started screaming <laughs> and I got everyone in the, we were all on the fourth floor in boarding um, I was never allowed to the fourth floor I never made it that far up I was always third <laughs> and um, I opened my door and the seagull flew out into the corridor <laughs> everyone was screaming and running about and um, I had to get Alison who was one of the boarding staff who how to describe her she was quite fearless <laughs> fearless complete opposite I don't know I thought that's what you were going oh, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, 
and uh she just made it a ten times worse. <laughs> I remember we got we got stuck in the lift with Alison once actually. Oh, and no. she was she was going What if it drops? What if it drops? What if we die? What what if we can't get our phone signal? She was something else. Yeah, that's uh, quite irrational. <laughs> My uh I've got one last story about about boarding as well it's quite an embarrassing story <laughs> that happened but it's very funny I think I know what you're going to say uh, I'm sure you do it was, uh, it was probably the, the low light of my boarding <laughs> career as I can't remember when time of year it was it must have been the summer we all went down to the <laughs> river oh, do you remember what this story is yes uh, we all went down to the river and uh it was this is terrible so I went into the I should have seen this coming as well I went into the river to swim I just had my swimming shorts and uh, I left my towel and my rest of my clothes at the side of the river and uh, maybe it was me and one other or something that went in the river I was definitely the last to get out though I remember and uh, again the culprits of Andrew and Matthew decided (laughs) it would be a great idea to nick my clothes and towel and run back to boarding with them, which is probably about two minute run up the hill from the river. You have across, to cross, you have to cross the main road. So I had to cross, and these aren't the biggest. Uh, <laughs> this is kind of embarrassing. Not the biggest swimming trunks ever, by the way. They're kind of you know medium size. So well, you know, not not long, <laughs> not long one. <laughs> and uh, I had to run back to boarding, soaking wet with no clothes on <laughs> apart from my swimming trunks and no towel and uh, then and then it gets much worse andrew and matthew are waiting at the door for me and they let in boarding there's sort of two doors you have to get through the first one which is like the outer lock and then you have to get through the second one which doesn't is always mm-hmm. open but they decided to do a great idea to let me in the first one and then lock the second door <laughs> I didn't know that. and you can't you can't get back out the first door without being let out from the inside <laughs> so i was stuck in this glass, glass box while they went and got everybody to come and laugh at me <laughs> so the whole of boarding who are sitting in the this sitting in the living room came through and laughed at me <laughs> And that was, uh, <laughs> I mean, looking back at it, it was very funny. But at the time, I was mortified. I was very, very <laughs> cross. Anyway, we should probably get to the last piece of music, which is yeah. the same style. Again, the third piece, uh, same idea of just to find a theme and go go with it. So here we go.
So anyway, I hope you've enjoyed the music and thank you very much to my guest, Cara Taylor. Thank you Ladies for and gentlemen. Me. Anyway, uh, that's, uh, I have to put some canned laughter in, uh, canned clapping in even <laughs> after that. <laughs> so anyway, uh, thanks for listening, everyone. And I'll see you in the next episode, whichever it is. I'm not sure of the topic. It's probably, I did mess up my timings a bit. So I think the next one is actually from my last solo album, but we'll see it when we'll see it when it is I know it's been a while since I made an episode but uh, it's gonna keep coming despite how long it takes so thanks for listening again and I'll see you on the next one do a blooper reel <laughs> okay <laughs> okay shut, shut oh up shut God. up yeah there's the the culprit is out there you're uh, you're waiting to be reprimanded <laughs> oh my God. and I wasn't very sporty. I couldn't be bothered. I didn't like getting sweaty. So I decided... No, I've heard. Are you... <laughs> I was doing well. <laughs>